Well, welcome to the Journey Together podcast with Joshua and Anna Gresham. We are thrilled that you guys are joining us for this week's podcast. Yes. As you can see, <laughs> we have... Well, I was like, wow. I know. Yes. I mean, we're really excited. We are. Because we're talking about three <laughs> factors of growth. Three factors that cause growth. Three factors that will ignite your growth. And, you know, for me, I think we all need a little... Like gumption slash kick in the rear. Pluck. Pluck. Man, that's the first. Okay, on the way to school today, there's a vocabulary word called pluck. You know the word pluck. I know the word pluck, like you're going to pluck a hair no, out. No. But I had no idea the that definition of pluck. That person has pluck. Never. That's, uh, you've got, you know, you're. You've got courage. You're a courageous. You're a plucky individual. Never, never. You are courageous. You have read this year, too many Renaissance books. Listen, this year, we have pluck. No. All right. That was weird. Right. Okay. Anyway. It's, it's only weird. We're talking right. You if you make it, it weird. weird. All right. Listen, we're talking about growth. And so I uh, am one to always say this, and Anna makes fun of me. I believe that you are always growing. We need to address <laughs> this. Go he ahead. means physically. I believe we're all physically growing in some capacity. <laughs> I'm growing muscle. We oh. went to the we went to the gym today. I'm growing we did. muscle. We did. I'm very sore. We are growing muscle. That is yeah. accurate. Hair. Our hair follicles are growing right now. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. Uh, your ears. You use that as an my example. My hair is growing in my ears. No, no. I just meant your ears oh, in general. Sorry. Ooh, gross. Well, they are. So I've noticed as I've gotten your nose. older. I've also. I thought I would stage a little bit of a prop. I've also noticed as I've gotten older. I have, I have. What is happening here? I have developed the need for reading glasses. All right. If you are listening and not watching, Joshua just put on his his new reading glasses, turning forty five in the Whoa, month of May. Whoa, we don't need to be telling everybody's and age. And you now have the readers. I hey, do. look, you look super handsome. Do I look those debonair? Do yes. I look educated? You look like you've got pluck. <laughs> That's the right. dumbest word I don't I've know. ever heard. All right. You do. With uh, growth. We're talking about growth. Why are we talking about growth? Because everybody's looking to the best, the next, bigger, whatever it is. And sometimes it takes the small things. So one particular quote that I don't know who ever said this, but let's just be real. It's all throughout the Bible. says that God isn't in the business of taking. He's in the business of making. I like that. Right. So I believe in the process of making, it's growth. And God, and being the first, let's go with the first step right now. The first one is your relationship with God. As we've all discussed this time and time again throughout all of our podcasting, this has been a number one theme, that God is the number one. So it's that relationship with Him, that continual in step, continual process. And the Holy Spirit is our guide, is our informant of what God is doing. So that's number one. I, let's just put it this way. Whoever you are sticking with, they are going to show up on you. <laughs> so if I'm going to stick with anyone, I'm going to stick with Jesus first. Yeah. Because if I had a piece of tape right now and I just put it all over you, I'm going to get all kinds of fuzzies yeah. and then put that on me. You know, whenever we make a decision that I'm going to live life with the Lord, uh, come trials, persecution, because the moment we start to say we're going to grow, you're going to face some things. 
We know that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because Obstacles, your flesh yep. does not want to grow. And I, and I want to say this. I got really excited whenever the Lord gave me this scripture to start off. Because I feel like often we start talking about growth and dreams and visions. And people can so easily think about what you didn't do last year, okay, where you haven't grown. Or you get overwhelmed thinking, oh, my gosh, I've got to do all of this. Well, yeah, let me stop your heart stop real quick. There are people who will not click this video because, or this podcast because they already have a notion in their head, oh, geez, three steps, sure. These are either, whether they're easy or whether they are hard, they're going to have some type of a block when they don't realize, it's, it, I'm telling you, by putting some of these things in action, you okay. are starting the butterfly effect. Let's get spiritual here for a second. Jesus, written in red in John chapter 14, when he's talking to his disciples about the gift of peace, the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want you to hold on to that word peace right now, because this podcast should bring you peace. Yes. Growth is not to condemn you. Growth is to bring a conviction and examination. Growth is to really help you go, oh my gosh. God, you are making me, you're molding me, you're shaping me, you love me, mm -hmm. you want me to grow. Yeah. This isn't for me to feel bad about myself of how I can't do this or I can't do that or I'm not good at that or what if I fail? No, 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 no. This is to bring you peace. So Jesus, he's telling us in verse 27 of John chapter 14, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And he's telling the disciples this, talking about, hey, I'm getting ready to leave. He's going to be crucified. He's going to defeat death, hell, and the grave on the cross, and then become, and then uh, be resurrection of life for each and every one of us. Do you like these big arms I I've do. got today? <laughs> and for the disciples on the outside, on the world's perspective, that didn't look like growth. Yeah, that looked like their savior was was gone, out of sight, out of mind. But he's saying, no, no, no. Actually, I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is to help you grow. The Holy Spirit convicts you. He comforts you. He's an intercessor. He's an advocate. He's your standby. You guys, if we're going to grow this year, we're going to have to fully depend and rely on the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and realize that what he's speaking to us is not for us to be afraid because he might tell you an area that you need to stretch in to grow. He might tell you, hey, you need to show up at church every Sunday. And you're like, ah, but I only go to church once a month. Well, there's a reason why he wants you to get committed yep. to the body of Christ, not for you to be afraid or to be in trouble, but to give you peace. Mm -hmm. So as we walk through these factors, this isn't for us to be like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Because you know, the disciples, that's where Jesus was trying to tell them, you're, hey, don't be afraid because yeah. <laughs> some things are getting ready to happen. But whenever they made a decision to stick with Jesus, and they went through some hard things here, okay? A lot happened after John chapter 14. But as they committed their lives to God, and they said, okay, we got to listen to this. And they went in that upper room, then the Holy Spirit was poured out, and they received such fire and boldness that their lives were forever transformed. And the Holy Spirit helped them to grow. Right. And that's, I mean, that's huge. So you guys, let's stay in a, an attitude of peace. And it's not a peace that the world gives. 
this is a supernatural peace, Jesus, the Prince of Peace, living on the inside of you. Yeah. Uh, and the Holy Spirit helping you. My first thought anytime I want to grow is, Holy Spirit, I need help. Because I recognize I can't do this on my own. I realized last night I didn't sleep very well. And, you know, I'm in my 40s too. Wow. Okay, I'm with you in this. Wow, way to admit it. All right. Publicly. Life is changing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. But today is our Anna and Josh day. And uh, I had a choice this morning that I knew that I want to grow and submit my attitudes to the Lord, whether good or bad. And this morning I said, Holy Spirit, help me to have a good attitude and a great day because I'm tired. You know, that's a point of growth in my life. It is. And uh, I think I've done pretty well today. You've done a, you've done a great job. You <laughs> did whisper in the car earlier, I'm not going to take my lack of sleep out on you. I know, I did, right. I, that's my confession of faith. I was speaking out my and I appreciate that. <laughs> but I, listen, don't <laughs> limit. Nothing's too small to grow in your life. Okay? There's always an examination point yeah. that we need to be looking at. Whether there's obviously... Growth when it comes, we're talking about a, a fullness, by the way. So there's minds, the, the, the body, the soul, and the spirit. The, all three of those have growth opportunities. I've got a spirit, I have a soul, and live in a body. Wow. That's from the 1980s. I've never heard that in my life. Well, I feel like, everyone, I feel like everyone needed that little ditty of they a song. They did. They did. <laughs> everyone will be humming. It's stuck in their heads now forever. No, so all three of those obviously require growth. So, I mean, you can apply these three things to that period, you know. So, we know that God doesn't want us to live in the the muck of life and the in the body sense of like eating bad and all those types of things. So, if this is one of these if you if you're on the goal this year to fix the body and, and that comes with exercise and dieting and proper nutrition, fantastic. Apply this because you put anything before the Lord, the Lord wants to take care of you. Yeah, so if does. these are things you place before him, make it happen. So the the soul, which is your emotions and your mind, that's where you you go before him and say, hey, you know, I don't want to have emotion, uh, emotion allergies, where things just constantly are causing me to have right. reactions. Or you're on a roller coaster of right. some sort. And maybe there's a growth there of wisdom that he wants you to have. And so this is where you go to him as well. And how am I going to approach this? Uh, up, you know, with the right steps, all of that to, you know, to say, hey, that, you know, you, you don't want to be stuck where you are. Yeah. And, and having stinking thinking. So then obviously in the spiritual side of this, you want to grow spiritually. Yes. You need to obviously go to God. That's number one thing to do. So in going to God, you're laying this before him. And that's why it's important that, that number one is God. And with being number one, that sometimes there are some sacrifices on your end to make this happen. So there's an, a little bit of a, not just are we talking about the relationship with God, is that number one, but there's also one point A, which is sacrifice. So sacrifice of your time, sacrifice of saying no to some things, or you say, I got to put priority in place, and then saying that, hey, Lord, I want to hear your voice. And maybe it's starting with fasting. 
Yes, fasting and prayer scripturally, one, Jesus fasted and prayed. Uh, he's a great example. How about the best example? But all throughout the scripture, we see as people went before the Lord, fasting, which you are abstaining from food, prayer going alongside of that to then have a clarity of God, I'm hungry for you, not for the things of this world. Reveal areas in my life. Show me. So I've been doing a fast um, starting off in the beginning of this year. And I cannot tell you guys just how beautiful it has been. Uh, and I'm not here bragging about my fast. I'm, I'm talking this out. Okay. So don't be like, Oh, you're supposed to be not telling us all this. Just thank you for that. Keep that to yourself. So putting this aside, the Holy Spirit spoke to me last year uh, about some areas that I was on a bit of a roller coaster with. The couple of years before, we'd had some, just, just some, it was hard. I don't know what else to say about it. And last year, I felt like I treated three-fourths of the year as, Anna, you just reward yourself with whatever you want to eat, whatever you want to do, these kind of earthly rewards. Well, when you do that, then you're going to reap earthly benefits. Mm -hmm. I gain a few pounds. You might have some fleeting desires here, some things that you just don't feel the best with. It feels good in the moment, but it's not lasting. So going into this year, the Lord had given me a specific thing to focus in on of, uh, during this time of fasting, but what came out of it has been an awakening that I don't want to have an earthly reward. I want to have eternal heavenly rewards, so I'm going to have to change some things in my life. And this has came with this first point of when we're talking about growth of going before God and committing your life to him, committing this time to him. Psalm 37, I love it. Uh, in verse three, it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his, his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord or roll, put everything onto him. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. All of these things sound great, but you've got to trust in God. You've got to delight yourself in, in him where you've stuck yourself to Jesus. You are The first part of this whole thing has just been praising God. Maybe a part of your commitment to the Lord right now of recognizing where this point of growth is, you just need to start praising the Lord. What does praise do? Praise defeats the lies of the enemy in the middle of whatever has you bound because you get your eyes focused on Jesus and how great he is. There's a clarity that comes through praise of God, you're greater than this situation. Then once you do that, you start to dive in and you're talking to God about your life. When's the last time you asked God about your life? When is the last time? You went before the Lord and said, God, I want to please you. Lord, I want my life to bring you glory. Show me, spirit, soul, and body, how I need to grow, what I need to do. Then you're diving in his word. You're committing these areas to God. Right. We were not created to do this on our own. He wants to do the heavy lifting for you. Yeah. Which is amazing. Right. That's what we ultimately need. Because then that's when you experience the presence of God. So that's the best, the most beautiful thing 
best process on the planet because that leads us into number two. So I'm, so I have, there, there's a lot of little, like there's the bullet point, the main point, and then there's small little bullet points underneath. So number two for me is risk. You've got to take risk and meaning you've heard from God. That's key right there. You've heard from God. You've got the peace his wisdom, his understanding, you, you know there's a calling, there's something out there that's pushing you to do this. There's something inside of you, and it's going to take a step of faith. So risk. Risk, the, the, the bullet points underneath that risk, maybe it's a financial risk. Maybe there's a time risk. Maybe, now it doesn't mean that there's a sacrifice of family. That's not the case, Okay. There, that's, that's not it. It's not like I'm going to neglect the things that matter. No, 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 no. So when we're talking about risk, there is a wisdom behind it. So we actually see in Proverbs chapter 14, let me get my readers out. Proverbs chapter 14, it says in verse eight, the prudent understand where they are going, but fools deceive themselves. Some people they take risk and they start thinking, or they take the definition of risk and they think, oh, basically just jumping off or out of an airplane, that's risk. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's risk adrenaline, rush risk. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. It's talking that the prudent understand where they are going. Right. You've already asked for wisdom. Right. On that first point we, we talked about with the Lord, you are already going before. It's his faithfulness you're feeding on. Correct. It's his wisdom. You're writing out what the Holy Spirit is putting on the inside of you, discernment from God. Yes. You've got an unction. You've got a spirit man where he's speaking to your heart, and you've got a zeal and a passion yep. for those things that God's putting on the inside of you. Yep. What if you've tried some things and you failed? This is where... Are you willing to get aggressive and try again? Are you willing to say, hey, I'm going to, because I've had moments where I have tried some things and they've bombed and naturally I'm like, well, I don't ever want to feel that way again, <laughs> you know, because. <laughs> right. You want to avoid it at all yeah, costs. You, right. Absolutely. But we were created to succeed and to continue to succeed. Right. God loves failures. Okay. Yes. He's in the business of helping failures every day. And uh, he doesn't, he doesn't stop. love failures when you're doing it without him. <laughs> right. He helps you. He wants you to depend on him. Right. He wants you to trust in him. He wants you to take those things to him. Yes. And we've tried so many things here at Trailhead Church to grow the church, grow the kingdom of God. By the way, if you're just listening for the first time, we are pastors yeah, yeah, yeah. of Trailhead Church in Graham, North Carolina. Hey, join us. Join us anytime. Trailhead.church. We'd love to have you. We have two services on Sunday, 9 and 11 a.m. We just celebrated 15 years. We yeah, church. We if we would not have church planted 15 years ago and taken the risk, we would not be sitting in this office right now with a church family we love and seeing all of the miracle signs and wonders and what God's doing. Yes, the but transformation. But we have tried so many things to share Jesus with people. <laughs> have we bombed? Oh my gosh, we have done so many things. But have we learned and have we grown? There's growth. There's growth and experience oh with risk. Oh my gosh. So that's where if people want to see growth, they've got to take risk. Risk equals development. That's key. Peter. Jesus. Right. Peter's been fishing all night. He's not caught anything. Jesus tells him to do what? 
cast that net to the other side. Peter had everything that he needed right there on that boat. He's going deeper. He's casting the net. Were the fish already there? Did he have everything? Did he have the net? Listen, you have what you need. It's for us. The Lord's spoken. I, I spent last year, and you even looked at me at one point, you said, stop making excuses. Maybe this is our little sub point under the risk factor. Sure. Have we had a sub point yet? With just the finances of risk and, okay. and little things like that. Be prepared to sow a seed. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. But, but keep going. Okay. You looked at me this last year and you were like, hey, stop making excuses. Yeah. The Lord has told you to do some things. What are you doing? Yeah, I believe there's hidden treasure in everyone. And God wants you to discover that hidden treasure because he's uniquely made you for the kingdom of God. And when you begin to do what he's asked you to do, you are opening up the treasure map to the glory of where you yeah. have been so put together in perfect position. I mean, it it's to the point where wherever you find yourself, you know God's there. When you're in prison... And you're and you are singing, and the and the gates or the jail cells open up. You're not in a hurry to leave. It doesn't matter because there's a greater purpose right. at hand. So when the things get scary or tough, you're not running. You're actually stopping and saying, "God, what else? What else do we need to do? This risk that you're taking is an educated." And he tells us to count the cost. He tells us to not build something without first obviously seeing how much it's going to take. What's it going to look like? Because you have to put that before you and then say, all right, I'm going to put this before the Lord. And when you step out, it comes together. Do you believe you're going to feel a peace? Let's go back to that oh, word, yeah, peace. Absolutely. Even when we started this church, and it was a point of growth for us. So before we church planted, uh, we were working uh, underneath my father's ministry in Huntington, West Virginia, at New Life. My brother's the pastor there now. But we were on staff there with him and in a very fruitful place. So naturally, it looked like we, we had it made. Mm-hmm. You know, but the Lord had spoken to our hearts, this area of growth in our lives that was a part of what he had called us to do. And we took that step of faith to say, yes, I was hard. Um, it stretched us, you know, risk. It requires a faith in God that, man. And I remember when we first started thinking we had, okay, you've got great expectations and dreams. We just thought people wanted to come to our church <laughs> and just show up because they love Jesus. Yeah. And that did not happen. No. It was a point of growth for us standing on our own two feet to trust God, to delight ourselves in Him, to commit it to the Lord. And when we did that, our faith grew that from that point to this point, now we're able to believe God. We're sitting in, what, an 83,000-square-foot warehouse that the Lord brought to us that was just by the Spirit of God, a supernatural um, plan for Trailhead Church and for our lives. But that early point of growth is what prepared us for this point of growth. Sure. Now we're growing again because we're thinking bigger, sure. greater. Yeah. We've got greater expectations. The next, the next step. Right. Yeah, for sure. There's going to be risk involved. Big risk. Absolutely, there's risk. And one of the things through the risk development, what happens is, as you were, you were alluding to, was we also experience moments of 
of failure. And there was moments of like, man, I wish we would have done this different or that different. But what it did was it developed our prayer in a different way of how we prayed, what we were praying for. We started praying for the perfect families, the families that would come in, that were connected in the community, families. So we would pray that prayer, Lord, send us families that are, that are connected to other families that want to grow. And we would begin to pray this out, and we just saw it happen. We saw it time and time again. Well, families that we knew were searching, believing God for a church home, right? Yeah. and that they were excited and wanted to go out and share the gospel. That yeah. was in those first years of church planting, where we had to get specific. I don't want to say perfect. They weren't perfect people. That's not what we're talking about, okay? Oh, no. Right. No. These were people that... We began to pray out God's perfect, acceptable, pleasing will, His will of, Lord, there are people out here that are hungry for you. There are people that their lives need to be transformed. There are people that are seeking after you. Lord, help us to minister, to bring them in, send them here. Yeah. What are you talking to God about within this, within, and, you know, of course, this is a marriage, family, and church-believing podcast, essentially. Mm -hmm. So... How can you get in and apply this to uh, your personal life, right? I mean, I feel like we've got to ask that question because we've talked a lot about ministry stuff, but what does this look like in your own business? What does this look like? Um, you know, have you, stopped, have you stopped expecting God to do something in your business? And a part of the risk is believing God for a greater point of growth, okay? Correct. Have you... Uh, have you asked God and began to believe God for your marriage to grow? Have you become just satisfied with, you know, you all being intimate once every couple of weeks and just sitting on the couch and nobody talking to each other? Uh, are you willing to take a risk and do something fun and crazy with your spouse <laughs> and go dress up and go somewhere nice and get out of your PJs? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I looked at Josh. I, I looked at you last year and I was like, okay, we have become too casual. Sweatpants, Anna and Josh have got to change. It's so nice. Stop it. But I said it's time to right. up our game. But there's risk involved because you become comfortable. There's a challenge that you're going to have to accept. All right, with your kids. Some of you, you're just burned in parenting. And you feel like you've tried everything. I'm here to tell you, the Holy Spirit has a strategic plan for you to enjoy your family, okay? There's growth in this. Let's talk about physically. You feel like you've done everything and you're not seeing any results. Holy Spirit has a strategic plan and he will send you the right people, send you to the right people. Some of this is just getting consistent and trusting God and getting happy. Right. Choosing, right. Yeah. choosing the joy that the Lord promises, that you find true joy in him. So then it's saying, Lord, give me on a road of discovery of that joy because you see the, the bleakness of this. So, you know, just to make us a, a stop before I go into point number three, between one, between two and three, there is a, um, th there's a particular, uh, there's a caution here. The caution is because I, it's leading to point three, and that is don't grow weary. The Bible is Right. Do very, not be weary in your well-doing. Yeah, you okay. can't grow weary. You yeah. cannot because of things that just keep, you hit a wall, why this and why that? And before you know it, you just quit. We all, we all know that everyone always quits the like right before. 
or you're not seeing the reward or you've struggled. Yeah. Okay, Josh you and I- You start believing the lie <laughs> that it's not worth it. We did 75 hard, which is a physical challenge. We've talked challenge. about this before. Yes, yeah. we have. And you lost like 30 pounds. I lost 30 pounds. I legit lost two pounds. <laughs> Doing two workouts a day. All you had to, you just had muscle to make. That's wow. Why. You just made, you, you just increased your muscle. And mass. I had some moments, not that I was trying to lose some drastic amount of weight. That wasn't it. But in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the same size I was when we got married. You know, <laughs> like I had these like. You are. Grandiose. I'm not. Which is fine. My visual memory is that you haven't changed at all. I know. And I love you. <laughs> but I had these grandiose ideas of like, well, here we go. And you cannot compare your growth to someone else's. I was still growing. I was gaining muscle. But even then, mentally and physically, it was such a good challenge for me in that season to mm -hmm. stay consistent uh, because that's, it was, it was a hard time in our lives and, or a challenging season. I don't want to say hard. We were just going, we were facing lots of things every day. So it put my mind, it put my body, it put my emotions into something that was healthy and productive for my life, which was good. But if I started to compare myself or look or Google or see what everybody else was doing, you look up pictures of everyone's before and after photos, and then you're like, they got six abs? I only got one. So this is where, <laughs> what does God have for your life? Your marriage is the best marriage out there. Your family is the best family out there. Yes. Where you go on a date, that's the best date out there, right? right? Your point of growth, your body, that's your best body, okay? Who you are, you like that? <laughs> I, I did. Your body. Your body. This is, is last body. podcast was PG-13. This podcast, we've not gotten there yet. Um, it is, this, God created you and he is the one who adds the increase. He is the one, remember peace. Let's go back to that word peace. This point of growth is not for you to feel afraid, troubled, discouraged, to dread what he's asked you to do. Right. That's not what God's calling you to do. If you dread going to do, there was a season where I was trying to get healthy and strong and I just, I was dreading going to the gym. Uh, and I found, um, a woman, her name's Sydney Cummings, actually. She's out of Charlotte, has a wonderful YouTube channel to work out with. And I committed myself to working out with her every day for three months to get my motivation back. And I asked the Lord for help. It is seriously the most I ever sweat in my entire life when I work out with Sydney Cummings. And she is probably like 15 or 20 years younger than me, but she's very encouraging. And it was the right fit for me during that season. Now I'm back at the gym. I got a workout app called Workout that I paid like 70 something bucks for the whole year. And it gives me everything. And it's what I needed for this season for physically how I'm wanting to grow. So it's cool how in different seasons, if you just ask God in the middle of taking that, he don't want you to dread and hate what you're doing. He'll show you a plan that you can enjoy right. and have fun in. God didn't put your marriage together to grow for you to hate each other and hate life. That's, that's not <laughs> no, what we're talking right, about. Exactly, right. <laughs> I'm going to put this down so that sort of some, some of you who maybe are on the, the physical journey of growth and you want to see some transformation, I'm going to put a link on our website in this particular post uh, where you can click the... It's Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Cummings, Sydney. Yes, yeah, Sydney Cummings. And then YouTube. also your workout app that you're doing. So I'll put that at the at the at the bottom yep. too. Okay, so that will be in there. So let's move to, to the point number three. 
And that is, and this is a word for some reason that's difficult for me to, to pronounce sometimes. Because I don't want to use the, what the phrase that it comes with. To pronounce? With. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's not a word that's really easy for me for some reason. But being persistent. You, wait, you just Pers- said pers- persistent. I, persistent. Just, There's a part of me that wants to say persimmons. I knew it. I knew that you were going to say that. Persimmons. Have like, you ever had a persimmon? Yeah, it's the, gross, the grossest thing. They're we kind had of, trees around kind of, my, my... Are they orange? Yeah. And they're like a tiny little apricot? Yeah, they're bitter. My mouth just went dry thinking about it. They're kind of fuzzy? They're the worst. Is it the texture? Yes, people make weird things with them too. Anyway, they make a jelly. There's a persimmon's jelly that they make with it. I can't imagine what it would be nasty. All right, anyway, going back to persistent, let's be persistent. Because this is exactly what happens. You get distracted and you don't realize where where it began. And you need to start. Sometimes you got to go back to the root of why you're doing what you're doing. You need to go back to what God said because you may have gotten right. off course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go so, back to the original plan. Yes, you took a risk and and I'm praying that you didn't grow weary and through that process of, of trying new things and developing new things, but it's that you took a risk and somehow you just got off course just slightly. Right. This is where you go back to the beginning to say, why am I doing what I'm doing? Staying persistent. Because then what happens is if you, if you just allow a little bit of leniency, when you, when you take a step and you go, mm, Oh, leniency. Nope. <laughs> so then why, why would you say it like that for? Because it's, it, is, it sounds so small and insignificant, but it's huge. Yes. But it's a word I cannot It's the spell. little foxes that spoil the vine. It right? is so true, yes. And Jesus warns us of that. I even think of, um, remember Elijah and the prophets of Baal? And mm-hmm. he saw like the greatest miracle ever. And it was super cool if you think about it. It's wild. Yeah. All right. Then he finds himself in a cave because of a death threat in that point of um, spiritual growth and trusting in God and just wanting to be persistent in the things of God, right? Right. That perseverance, there's a persevering prayer. There's a, a perseverance that comes with persistency. And he's in the cave. I've had many cave moments. If you're in a cave moment right now, God is calling you out of that cave. And what's cool about that entire um, moment in Elijah's life he had Elisha prepared for him. And then he told him how many of a thousand people, Elijah felt all alone. Not and you're not alone. You're not alone in your point of growth. And even if you're in your marriage and you feel alone in your point of growth with your marriage, because your spouse is like, I'm not doing that. You are not alone in how you are growing. God is with you, and there are other people across this globe that are right there with you as well. Yes. And he will even send people to encourage you, to lift you up, to be an Elisha, okay, to come alongside of you and uh, just don't quit. Don't quit. Keep. This was my little side point. I've been waiting to say this side point All right. with point three. Let's hear it. Show up. Keep showing up. Make a decision to get your flesh under because your flesh is going to be like, don't do it. Well, your flesh is always at battle with your spirit. Your spirit man's the real you. And your spirit man's got to be the greater ones living inside of you. He's greater. You're an overcomer than your flesh, but you're going to have to kick your flesh to the curb using the word of God, using the mighty name of Jesus. So you want to have fruitful growth, 
Don't just say it. You got to do it. Yeah. You got to sh- keep showing up. You want to grow spiritually? Keep showing up to church. Somebody says something weird to you on Sunday. I got to tell you all something. We're pastors. People say the weirdest <laughs> things to us every Sunday. <laughs> We get the weirdest things, the meanest things said to us every Sunday. If we went off that for pastoring in church, we would have quit a long time ago. All right? I don't know. People just like to be mean to pastors. There's a lot of backhanded comments. So don't quit because somebody said something crazy to you at church. They're not Jesus. Okay? absolutely not. Don't quit because you've been doing something and working out for three weeks and you didn't lose 20 pounds. All right? Let me tell you something. God is with you. He has this beautiful point of growth. Maybe your point of growth right in the middle of this is that persistency and that perseverance. Right. That God's looking to see that you won't quit. So then he can entrust you with something far greater as you still trust in him. Yeah. Right? With your kids, I can't tell you how many moments where I've been looking at my children. Okay, let's talk about this because I think we have to. We've got four kids. Our oldest is graduating high school this year probably crap I think about it let's put that aside I think you said that in the podcast this last podcast because I'm still there (laughs) (laughs) so when it comes to training your children train up a child on the way they should go and when they are old they will not depart from it there's a grand vision at the end of all this training yep a do you see that in the middle of the training no (laughs) no no not at all now We are seeing in our oldest child who is 18 and graduating, we are now seeing the fruit of showing up every day. Yep. And he, and and we had to show up every day with him. That kid, no lie, when he was two and a half, punched me in the face at Kmart and busted my lip. He is now a wonderful young man (laughs) who we adore and we are so proud. We had to grow as parents. Yes. Kids do things. They're not perfect. Guess what? We do things. We're not perfect. Yeah, what's sad is they actually are emulating us sometimes. Yes. Not punching each other no, in no, the no. face. No, no, no. No, what? Wow. <laughs> We've never done that. No, but... I'm saying this, they though. They have our DNA. Don't quit in parenting. You're a great mom. Yes, You're a great absolutely. dad. Be persistent. Keep showing up. Keep yep. asking God for help. Keep taking the risk of taking your kids to a trip, even though it's easier to stay home. Keep taking them to church, even though it's challenging sometimes to get everybody out the door. I went through a season when our, our daughter, she's 11 now, when she was little, she refused to put clothes on on Sunday mornings for some crazy reason. I just brought her jammies. Sometimes I'd bring her to church in a diaper and the nursery people would put her clothes on her. You know, this church loves me. And we laughed. You had to laugh about it. Oh, yeah. But there was great growth for her and for, for me in parenting. There's a persistency. Right. There's a perseverance. So then finish this statement with me. Okay. And we'll wind this thing down. Can't stop. Won't stop. That's right. So that's the most important. Hey, listen, if this has helped you grow, I have one then more help us grow. I have one more scripture. Don't well, say it yet. Don't we, say it yet. <laughs> or what's the other scripture? I have to say the scripture. All right, say the scripture. Okay. I apologize for interrupting you're, you. You're totally fine. Hebrews chapter 6. No, no. I'm so sorry. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yes. That word rewarder in the Greek, it actually, it means almost like a payment. Like there is an eternal, a heavenly reward from the throne room of God when you seek after him. Yeah. 
when you submit and you commit and you delight and you trust and you go before God and you step out in faith, which is what that risk is. This isn't you on your own. You're believing and trusting in God. Right. You have asked the Lord for his help. And then you say, God, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to show up every single time, even if I don't want to. I'm going to do this even afraid. I'm going to step out. I'm going to ask for your help. But Lord, you have such peace for me right in the middle of this where his peace trumps that fear. His peace comes in and shows you what to do. And he has a beautiful, eternal reward. I think of that with our kids. We keep showing up and we keep parenting. I think of that in our marriage. We keep showing up and we keep growing. Mm -hmm. You know, we had to apologize last, last night to one of our sons because you tickled me and I got mad at you and we had a moment. I know that sounds really stupid. Um, <laughs> I don't care. We all probably have stupid fights too. So Cohen was like, what in the world? And we're like, Cohen, we apologize for fighting. It's stupid and we're tired. That's growth. We keep showing up and we keep saying right. yes. Everyone wants to know what we fought about. I touched her knee in affection. And I was like, I will karate she, chop you. She pushed me off and said, you're tickling my knee. And I thought, is that even possible? <sighs> And she said, my whole body is ticklish. <laughs> and then she went on this huge rant wow. about how all I do is tickle her all the time. 20 years. We've been married for 20 years. And I should know that everybody And he goes, because then he goes, wait, even your knee? And I was like, how about you just realize I'm t I don't want to be ticklish. I said, why don't you pray for me to stop being ticklish? Then you can <laughs> yeah, touch my knee. This is your problem, not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's legit what this fight looks like. It's the dumbest, it's the stupidest fight ever. So our point of growth, though, in marriage, we keep showing up for each other. Yeah, we stay. Just, I keep touching body parts to see if they're wow, ticklish. Wow, PG-13, we got there. Yes, we got score! There. All right, hey, listen, we got to wrap this down. Hey guys, if this has helped you grow, then we're going to ask that you send this out yeah. to one person right now. So I want you to click the share button. Share it. Send it to your best friend, your mom, whoever. Send it to somebody that will help them grow. If it's helped you, let's help us grow. We want to get this word out. We want to let people know what we're doing, and I would encourage you to do that because we're seeing, we're having people message us all the time. Thanks yeah, great for that testimonies. Podcast, all these different things. So we know there's more people that need to hear this. So we would encourage you right now, click the share button, send it to someone special, coworker, someone say, hey, check this out. Help us grow because we want to help other people grow. And we've got uh, a wonderful website, thejourneytogether.com. All kinds of blogs. We're growing the it. Journey together. We are growing com. it. Tons of posts. Not only do we have podcasts on there, but we also have blog posts as well. Yeah. So make it happen. And we obviously, uh, we want to see the kingdom grow. And so we're always available to come minister at your church, uh, to small groups, to marriage retreats. We've done everything under the sun. Love youth camps. Love them all. We love just being a part of seeing the kingdom grow. Yeah, what God's so doing. let us know. In the church today, um, he's got to increase. Yes, absolutely. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.